Back up top, shot through traffic, save made, follow-up try, that one hits a body in front, and a score! It's a score! It's a score! And the Ice Bears have a 4-3 lead with 30 seconds remaining in the hockey game! Oh, what a hit! Welcome to the SPHL in Knoxville! Comes in on the right side, through the right circle, taking it and fed across, they score! Welcome to the Knoxville Ice Bears podcast. I am Joel Silverberg. Thank you so much for checking out the Knoxville Ice Bears podcast, whether it is on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or on Spotify. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to the podcast as we are closer and closer to the start of the season. We're 25 days away. We are 25 days away, less than four weeks until opening night. It is coming up on Friday, October 21st. Raise a glass, raise a banner is the theme in conjunction with all Vol Nights. Specialty jerseys on opening night to commemorate Tennessee baseball's uh, fantastic season a year ago, including the SEC tournament title. So we are going to be honoring the SEC champion Tennessee Volunteers while also honoring the SEC champion basketball Vols as well. A couple of basketball players are going to be in the house from UT. A couple of baseball players are going to be on hand from Tennessee as well. So it's going to be a night celebrating championships from last season in the city of Knoxville. Of course, the Ice Bears are going to be raising a banner to commemorate their regular season title from last season. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a big night. We're going to have a bunch of people from UT in the house. Make sure you don't miss it. Single game tickets go on sale next Monday, October 3rd. So if you are not a member yet, if you'd like to become one, of course, full season and partial memberships are on sale. You can call 525-7825 if you want to lock in your memberships. Partial memberships are great because you can lock in your tickets and lock in your seats for your favorite promotions throughout the entire season as long as you go ahead and lock in at least six games at the start of the season, you can add more games, you can add more tickets as you go along, but you need to commit to at least six games throughout the year or become a full season member and make sure that you are in the house for all 28 home games plus the postseason for Knoxville's 21st season in franchise history. It, it's going to be a lot of fun. We are very excited. It's a new era, obviously, with a new head coach and Brent Clark coming into the fold, returning to Knoxville after a stint as the team's assistant not too long ago, a couple of years back. And so after a championship season in Watertown, he is back for this season in Knoxville. And I, I think it's kind of goes to show the work that has to be put in when you're overhauling a roster. I thought this was interesting to kind of reflect back on the last time Knoxville had a coaching change, Mike Cragen's final year, that was the 2016-17 season you really only had two of Knoxville's leading scorers that returned for the following season. You had Berkeley Scott and Danny Caesar come back for Jeff Carr's first season. And then it's really about having to be able to recruit a number of guys that can play at a higher level. You know, the goaltenders were new that year. Zoltan Atteni and Troy Davenport were the, the two primary guys that, uh, kind of carried Knoxville throughout the course of that first season for Carr. And there was a lot of newcomers that kind of delivered some heroics throughout the year. You had Marcus Ortiz that was brought in. You had Stefan Brucato, who was a rookie. That, that's just wild to think about. You, you have Elliot Grauer and Lawrence Cornelier, Lucas Bombardier. 
just a lot of guys that you know kind of came in at sometimes different points of the season and kind of became that core and became that core quickly. And you had some really talented players that didn't stay here long. Like Tommy Kelly came in, he had 20 points in 22 games. And then he got hauled off to the ECHL. The SP hasn't seen him since. Jake Flagel, of, of course, uh, returned that year, but missed a lot of time due to call-up and injury. So you you had key pieces that came back, like Flagel, Scott, and Caesar. But when you kind of look at how the cores typically shake out, this is common in the SPHL with teams undergoing a coaching change. And there's some familiarity there, which certainly helps. And Knoxville has some guys coming back. If you've been following the player signings, obviously you have the protected list. Jimmy Parita has been signed. Christian Stead is on the protected list. He is signed to an ECHL camp tryout as of this point in time. And, and here's the thing. Every team in the SPHL has a handful of guys that are going to be signed to ECHL camps. A couple of those guys might stick. A couple of those guys might not. Rasmus Waxen Engback has been signed for the upcoming season. Kyler Matthews has been signed for the upcoming season. You, there's been announcements, if you've been following those on social media, some familiar faces like Joey Strada, Riley Robertson. There's been some guys that have significant SPHL experience and experience playing for Knoxville that are expected to be back for the upcoming season. And so it's just something to keep in mind that there are going to be some new faces, but there are new faces every year. Last year, you had a bunch of new guys come in like Waxen back, like Matthews, like Andrew Ballant, who all made big impacts throughout the course of the season. You want to have that veteran leadership, but it goes to show that you're going to have that core, but every team is recruiting new guys that are going to contribute to what the cause is for the upcoming season. And I think there's a good blend of that with what Brent Clark is assembling throughout the first course of his his first offseason as Knoxville's head coach. And if you've been following these player signings lately, some interesting pieces in the last couple of weeks. Three former CHL players, Jacob Kelly, who was a uh, right wing with Ramuski and spent last season playing pro hockey in Germany. So Jacob was in the QMJHL. And then you have Nick Price, who spent some time in the QMJHL, spent time in the OHL. And then earlier on Monday morning, the Ice Bears announced the signing of Cameron Huff. It's spelled H-O-U-G-H. I'm told that it's pronounced Huff. We'll obviously confirm before he he plays in his first Ice Bears game, and I have to say his name on the broadcast. But Cameron spent time uh, in the OHL with Sarnia and Kingston, and then actually spent portions of last season after he finished up his college hockey career in U sports with Ontario Tech. He played 16 games for Wheeling in the ECHL. So a handful of guys that have CHL experience, ECHL experience, and you may look at some of these guys and think, okay, well, they were a forward, but they didn't score a ton of points. I would just remind you that sometimes that's the case with some of these players that play at high-profile junior teams and college teams and how dangerous it can be to really make a judgment on how those guys had their careers shape up. If you look at Tommy Kelly, for example, he had eight points in four years at Boston University. And he he, he had 20 points in 22 games playing for Knoxville as a rookie and then spent the rest of his you know, you know time over the next couple of seasons in the ECHL. You know, he, he never came back to the coast or never came back from the coast after that first initial call-up, so spent some time in Manchester, Cincinnati, Atlanta, and Worcester, and then Worcester maintained him 
the following season, and he had 17 points in 31 games once he had a chance to really get acclimated with the Railers in his second year out of college. So, And not to mention, he had six points in one game. Remember, he had that four-goal, two-assist game for Knoxville. So, I mean, he scored six points in one game. He scored eight points his entire college career in four seasons. So it's important to remember that some of these guys that play at a high level, the productivity may not be there on the stat sheet, but that doesn't mean it won't translate to what a guy can do at the SPHL level. And, and you know, that was the kind of, sometimes you can anticipate it a little bit more. Andrew Ballant was an incredibly high-scoring forward for Adrian. He comes here, and he kind of continues that trend. I mean, if, if, if Ballant hadn't spent so much time in Indy in the ECHL, if he never gets a call-up, I mean, he's arguably a top 10 scorer in the league. And so instead, obviously, you know, he gets called up in December, doesn't come back for a couple months. And so he, and that's the case with a bunch of guys for a bunch of teams throughout the entire SPHL. But that's kind of the point I'm trying to make is some of these guys, you know, they, they get in and out of a rhythm of playing for different teams, whereas guys that consistently play at a high level, even if it's not showing up on the stat sheet, that experience is going to prove valuable for Knoxville moving forward. So getting a bunch of former CHL players to come in and play, these guys know how to play at a high level. Some of these rookies are probably going to come in and get call-ups. Some of them are going to come in and they're going to continue to be incredibly productive. And for some of Knoxville's players that are getting looked at for camp trials right now, Nick Leitner has been signed to a PTO, but he's also signed in ECHL tryout with Norfolk. So Jeff Carr, offering his former player in Knoxville an opportunity to play at the coast. And if Nick is released, Knoxville maintains his rights. So this happens every season. Andrew Ballant, last year, he started out in the ECHL and was released from his tryout with Kalamazoo before coming back to Knoxville and then spent the next two and a half months with the Ice Bears before getting a call up to Indy. So it's just the nature of the league and how these things typically shake out. It's something to keep in mind as the process goes on. And of course, there's always a lot of roster turnover. Knoxville has free agent camp upcoming in the first week of October, about two weeks away. And there's already over 30 players registered for that. And that's continuing to climb. So last year, Knoxville had four players on its opening night roster from its free agent camp. And some of those guys ended up being really consistent. Riley Robertson played in a lot of games for Knoxville. Joey Strada Seemed to really be a fan favorite. Fans really seemed to like him a lot. Played for a couple of different teams last year. You had Colton Fletcher, who was a contributor on offense and then got traded to Birmingham and continued to be a contributor for the Bulls. So it, it's something that you see throughout the course of the season, and, and you might find a diamond in the rough or somebody that maybe doesn't have representation or at least the type of representation that has the connections to get you in with the SPHL, and you're trying to take a shot or you or you have a connection but you can't sign a guy to a PTO quite yet so you invite him to come to free agent camp and then maybe he earns a training camp invite so it, it's just a matter of the process of getting to the group of guys that Brent Clark is ultimately going to want to be on his team and that process may be slow it may happen very quickly but I think you're going to see Clark especially since he was able to see it as a, a secondhand witness to to what Jeff was doing a couple of years ago how to manage a roster in the SPHL. Plus you have the winning pedigree with uh, Clark having won a couple of championships in the FPHL already. Then I think you're going to see a lot of growth over the course of this first year for Knoxville's team with Clark at the helm. 
I appreciate you checking out the Knoxville Ice Bears podcast again. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, subscribe, follow, like, whatever format you use to get your podcast, be sure to spread the word about the Knoxville Ice Bears podcast. 25 days until puck drop. We are excited for the upcoming season, the 21st in Ice Bears history. So be sure to check out KnoxvilleIceBears.com for any info that you might need. Ticket information, single game tickets go on sale on Monday, October 3rd, a week from today. Also, be sure to check out the Inside the SPHL podcast. I am going to be joining James Hayes on an upcoming episode of that, so be on the lookout for that and be sure to listen to that. James does a fantastic job for Field Pass Hockey. They are also a partner of the Knoxville Ice Bears, so if you are wanting more information on minor league hockey, that is a great source to be able to check out the SPHL, the ECHL, and the AHL. So I'm going to be on with James for an upcoming episode of Inside the SPHL. I'm Joel Silverberg. Thank you so much for checking out the Knoxville Ice Bears podcast. We'll see you next time right here on the KIB Podcast.